Bunker Studio. The Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day of the work week for the past, well, a long, long time. Thank you so much for being here again. Dear Meathead happens today, and it wasn't until this morning that I realized that. I was like, oh my God, I never called my dad. Typically, I call the day before. In fact, I messed him up because I called on Monday. Now, tip, we have a uh, like a little uh, habit, I guess. And that's very important when you're my dad. He's struggling with dementia, as you know. So uh, every Tuesday evening, I call him. Hey, Dad, how are you? We chit-chat, and then at the end of that, hey, I'll call you in the morning for Dear Meathead. But I called him Monday. And that conversation is winding down. He goes, okay, you'll, so you'll call me tomorrow morning, right? I go, um, no, no, I'm I'm actually just, uh, so, and there's a reason why I called him. I'll get to that in a second. I go, uh, no, uh, I'll call you tomorrow. And then I explain it. He goes, oh, okay. And then I forgot to call him. So, you know, his eggs are just scrambled right now. He probably laid in bed wondering, what, what is going on? I am so confused. Oh my God. So my dad's sister, my aunt Gossia, who lives in, uh, California with my cousin, like she, my aunt lives with my cousin, Janet and, uh, her husband, Rafiq. She reaches out to me. She says, is your dad? Okay. I go, I think so. Well, my mom is worried. It's all, it's a trait. Uh, my, uh, aunt is seven years younger than my dad born on the exact same day. He was born March 17th. Um, 1941, he was born March 17th, 1934. My mom is worried. She thinks there's something wrong with your dad. I go, why does she think that? Because he called her and she was not able to pick up the phone or the phone call came in from his number. She was not able to pick up the phone. So she called back and now she can't reach him. So clearly there's got, there's a terrible thing that has happened. So Janet reaches out to me and she's like, can you, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, typically you just leave a message and he'll call you back. He, so I called no answer. So I know what he's doing. He's out in the yard, picking up leaves by hand, one at a time, like individual leaves off the ground and throwing them into a lawn and leaf bag. text her back. Hey, he didn't pick up for me too, but that doesn't mean anything. I left a message. He'll call me back. Sure enough. Hey guy. Hey dad, get that straightened out. Confuse the hell out of him. This is all is ridiculous. I reach out to Janet. I go, he's fine. Uh, when am I going to see you again? Had a nice conversation with her. So I need questions today for dear meathead on a post-election day show. So whatever you have for a question for dad on Dear Meathead, send it along, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I can't, unfortunately, accept questions on the chat. 
So we must get them on the Shoreliner Striping Inbox. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. Corey says, we've never heard him say, hey, guy. Well, you're not listening uh, good enough, apparently. That was his, uh, that, that's how he got the, the name of the show. It's always guy. Hey, meathead. Hey guy. Hey guy. Maybe he doesn't say it anymore. I don't know. Anyway, send in a question, Eric at ericsaneshow.com. I need those. I'm a little lean. So, uh, I welcome those. Thank you very much for sending those along. Yesterday, a massive day. Huge. Forget election stuff. That all is uh, is is really, you know, pales in comparison to what went on in the Eric Zane Show podcast household. T minus yesterday, eleven days till the wedding. As of right now, T minus ten days, and my spider sense was tingling, like I got to get the NFK, my brother-in-law who lives with us over to the men's warehouse. We talked about that. I said, I got to get him. We got to go get him a suit. And, uh, I know that that's going to result in some tailoring. In fact, I'm pretty sure that the body shape of the NFK is going to test the metal of even it would test the metal of the most skilled tailor that exists on the planet today. Somebody who is a tailor at the men's warehouse is going to earn their stripes. Okay. This took two hours to get this done. It was exhausting. Kevin came in the house after it was all said and done. And he was like, I'm beat. And I'm like, I'm right there with you, man. We walk in. I knew it was that the stage was set for a horrible afternoon. When there's a, a, a guy being waited on seated in front of a computer uh, in front of a men's warehouse employee. It was a young lady. And then we walk in and we just kind of look around and we don't even see these people. And then I'm like, Oh, they're over there. Okay. She's waiting on someone else. We'll just stand here. And we waited for like two minutes. No one acknowledging our presence. Another guy comes in. He's got a bag of something. I think he wants to return something. The woman finally realizes that we're staring at her doing the kindly brontosaurus. And she's like, uh, gentlemen, what are you in need of today? Kevin says, I'm here to get a suit. She goes, okay. And, uh, she says, do you by chance have a t-shirt on underneath that bright yellow sweatshirt? Yep, I do. He didn't tell her that there's all sorts of uh, juice from Hot Pockets on it, but uh, still, he does have a t-shirt on. She goes, okay, great. That sweatshirt's going to need to come off for all this process. So she's getting like, I mean, it's a weird start to this already. She's going to the t-shirt thing. 
And she says, you, sir, what are you doing? Uh, I'm returning something. Okay. Well, Gary's out having a smoke break. The manager, he's going to come in here and he's going to help you. And you two gentlemen, I'll be with you shortly. She was kind of like a take charge type of person. She seemed all right. I actually kind of liked her sass. I sensed some sass from this one. And I'm a big uh, fan of uh, sass and people who take charge. And she seemed to have a handle on it. She goes, gentlemen, follow me. We walk over there. She goes, I am going to guess that you, and she's taking a look. She's sizing up, Kevy. She's like, uh, I'm going to guess we're going to be in the ballpark of like, uh, I don't know, 46, 48. Regular. Try on these coats and I'll be back. All right. Great. She vanishes. Comes back. All right. A little bit of time passes. She ends up uh, handing Kevin and myself off to big Gary, who's, you know, the big swinging dick at this place. And Gary's like, he's all over it. He was fantastic. He was so thorough. And here's the deal. Um, as I've gotten older, I have gotten more patient and you have to be, you have to, you cannot be sitting there losing your shit over how much time it's taking in the men's warehouse. And nowadays, uh, a lot of workforces are stretched thin. You must be patient of this. You must be aware of it and be very patient is what I'm trying to say. Um, because you know, if it happens too much that people act like assholes, then you're going to see a sign that says, be patient, please. Like if you were to go to any hospital around where I live right now, there's signs that says, please be nice to our nurses and our techs and our doctors. Please be patient. We will not take your rudeness. You know, nowadays uh, people are such assholes when they go into, into any restaurant that the restaurants then like kick everybody out and they say, sorry, we're shutting down too many assholes. So it's a combination of everybody's an asshole and everybody's uh, very, very sensitive. These days, it's very simple to hurt people these days. Uh, not everybody is, uh, is, can, can handle that shit anymore. We've, you know, for whatever reason, who knows why? So the NFK and myself are being very patient. And it, and that was the case throughout. This does not result in any horrible scenario where we both lose our shit. We were both on our best behavior. And I, uh, frankly, I was very impressed with, uh, well, I'm always impressed with me. And I was very impressed with the NFK too, uh, because we just kept our cool the whole time. And like I said, two hours this took. So Gary puts the coat on and he's like, uh, now, uh, the NFK's body is, it's just built weird, you know? I mean, uh, cause, uh, a little bit shorter than me. And then his shoulders kind of go back and then his belly kind of goes out and his, his, ah, uh, it's just all it's, I'm telling you, the tailor is going to be like, what I, huh? So, all right, we kind of get a bead on that. And he goes, all right, now the jacket that we need for him is not here. We have to, we have to order this size jacket. Now it's going to get here. And it's going to be in a box of, of all these other garments. And we are getting down to the wire with 11 days until this wedding. Well, 10, because we need it on the 18th. No, later than the 18th. 
So Eric, this is what this is Gary talking. Eric, this is what I want you to do. I'm going to have this jacket sent directly to your house because if I get it, it's going to be in a box with all these other jackets. It's going to take more time. I'm going to have them send it directly to you, FedEx. And then you take the jacket, you put it under your arm like fucking Barry Sanders, and you come back here with your brother-in-law. Marky, Marky, hand it off to the tailor who's then going to go, what? I got to do this, huh? And then they're going to tailor this thing. Go, Gary. I believe in you, man. Uh, He makes the marks on the pants. The pants we can get taken care of. No big deal. However, just before it becomes time to try on the pants, uh, Gary's over there looking for an appropriate waist. And uh, Kevin goes, I go, what? Why do you have any underwear? I, I don't understand. He's trying to talk under his breath. He's saying, I'm not wearing any underwear. So I'm like, <sighs> now he never wears underwear for whatever reason. But I'm like, oh man, let's just hope that the first pair we try on is the pair we buy. Otherwise, if it's not, That means that somewhere down the line, some other person is going to be very much up close and personal with the NFK's sweaty ball oil. And wow. I mean, why why didn't you think ahead and just at least put on a pair, anything, put on anything? Uh, I guess, well, no, pretty much just underwear. But I don't even know if he even has a pair of of underwear, as Sean writes, NFK Grundle. Tim asks, do they offer loner underwear like they do socks? We're not going to ask because if we say, "Hey, do you have loner underwear?" They're going to say, "What? You're not you're not wearing underwear." Rom says, "Did Eric say he waited?" Until 11 days until the wedding to get the NFK a suit. Well, do the math in your head. Yesterday is the 8th. And the wedding is on the 19th. These are all questions you can solve the riddle to in your own brain. Now, I was like, I don't, I'm I'm thinking we'll have enough time. But my spider sense was going off like, yeah, we should get over there. And uh, we will have enough time. But he said, you are cutting it close. But we should be able to do this. There, there, that is not a problem. Oh, Aram wrote, did Eric say why? Pardon. Why he waited until 11 days until the wedding? To get the NFK a suit. Pardon me. Um, busy. That's it. Just busy. Put it off. Put it off. Put it off. But I still don't think that that's that much uh, of, a, of a problem. And it, and it really isn't. Uh, quit quibbling about the details. For once, just shut up and enjoy the show. Why is everything a mystery to you? Why do you always have to ask the questions 
no one asks. You are remarkably effective at annoying me. I want you to know that right now. You you may be, you are a close second in annoyance to my pal Kenny. Kenny annoys me with sheer volume of comments. You annoy me with the quality of the comments. It's always a question no one's interested in. Sean says, I smell a 10-minute ban. Chris says, I thought the same thing, but I chose not to ask. You see, that's great. Anyway, as I was saying before, you dicks decided to talk. Uh, We get to the moment of truth where he has to put the pants on. I'm going to describe to you to the best of my ability and my descriptive abilities uh, how um, this was. But uh, Gary here, I said to Gary, I go, yeah, he wears a 38 size jeans. Gary says, hmm, okay. So he grabs a pair of pants and he, uh, he says, okay, try these on. Now, Gary probably should have gone a size bigger. He ended up going a size bigger after this incident. Okay? Um, because these pants were so small on him, he couldn't even zip them. Okay? Now, no underwear. And it's taking a little bit long. And, I, and, and I, you know, I, I'm not in there helping him put on the pants. And I go, um, you all right in there? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm coming out. And as the door is opening, he says, the zipper is a problem. So the zipper, if, as I, as I, as he walks out, I see, um, a, a giant patch of, uh, fuzzy belly muff because the zipper is so, um, the, uh, pant what do you call it, clip or button, is so far from actually being able to uh, cinch the pants together that the zipper won't operate. It's that wide. It's that stressed, okay? The zipper is, has been defeated. He has, has now defeated the zipper, and there's no chance in hell. So I don't know how the fuck he got him up to that point, and... So he comes walking out and all I see is, is, is fuzzy bunt muff. And so we are uh, probably a half inch from seeing Dick. And because the zipper is 100% open with no underwear on. So I'm like, I'm looking over my shoulder to make, and uh, um, I'm like, well, uh, now if I make, if I try to zip that zipper, I'm going to be touching his, his bunt muff. His fuzzy bunt muff. And uh, so then he has a t-shirt and I I actually help him tuck the t-shirt in over the bunt muff. So now Gary comes around the corner and he sees us. He goes, oh, no, no, that won't do. And this is seconds. I mean, had had we not put that shirt in the spot it was, 
So I'm basically putting my hands down his pants, the front of his pants, in order to make this happen. Gary comes walking around, and he sees this. He goes, oh, I was afraid of that. I go, yeah, me too. He's like, okay, yep, we're going way up. We're going way up. And I go, okay, Gary. I go, Kevin, turn around, take those pants off. Oh, shit. He peels off this pair of fucking pants. Gives them to me. I end up giving them back to Gary. He puts them back on the hanger. That, you know, now someone is going to get that. Someone is going to buy those pants. Okay. And they're going to try them on someday down the road. It's going to be a perfect fit. And uh, they're not going to wash the pants because who would wash the suit just or take it to a dry cleaner before you even wear it? They're going to, they're going to wear it to the event with the NFK's uh, nut oil all over it. Holy shit. Pair of pants. Number two. Okay. Now we're good. Now the NFK is tailor made for suspenders. He, you have to have suspenders on the only way when you have a belly like his, uh, that you can keep your pants up is suspenders. His body was made for suspenders. A belt will only work if you pull the pants up to like your tits. Okay. So let this be a lesson for any of you fat asses. Okay. If you think that you're going to be able to get your, you're going to look like fucking Charlie Weiss, the former uh, Notre Dame and uh, coach there. Okay. You're going to have to get tailored pants with like a, a, a one and a half foot long zipper. If you do that, keep it below your belly button and go with the suspenders. We went with the suspenders. Uh, we got the pants, we got the jacket, we got the suspenders, the tie, the shirt, the shoes. We got all of it more than two hours and $709 later. And it's happening. We are done. I bring it. We bring all the shit home. Now all we do, the pants are being tailored as we speak. I wait for the jacket to be delivered. Take Kevin and the jacket, go back there. All that shit. It's going to happen. Good to go. Yeah, but um, oh, why did you go uh, 11 days before? Uh, uh, oh, why did he wear a yellow sweatshirt? Oh, why did he, um, why did he come out of the changing room with the pants unbuttoned? Why did you go to the men's warehouse? Oh, I already asked that. Oh, I don't know. Why is your daughter getting married? Stevie says, wait, how much? Ben writes, ha, was it sunny out? Sean writes, why do you do a podcast again? I forget. Um, yeah, well, the shoes alone were like 130. And uh, the ties uh, were buy one, get one half off. The first time, one of the ties was actually $79. Yeah. It was pretty pricey. I'll admit that. 
the the button down shirt was like eighty, but it was a huge sale price, so it was like nine dollars and ninety nine cents for the shirt. So despite that, it still was seven hundred bucks. So you know, full suit shoes, shirt, uh, ties, suspenders. Uh, Diana's like, oh yeah, we could have just rented one. I'm like, are you fucking nuts? He has the most unique body in the world. He is one of a kind. There are orangutans in the world that resemble humans more than he does. My God. Nick says, I got my suit at a thrift store for four bucks. They threw in a free tie. I didn't know ties were that much. Yeah, usually they're not. But they're going to get you one way or the other. You know how it is. It's just, my God. And uh, I made the point that I go, yeah, I don't want to rent a suit because, you know, you can't really adjust them. And his body type is so bizarre that it just would not fit. Uh, Someone texted me to make sure that I saw it. As we do this show. In case you missed it. Kenny's talking about his electric uh, electric bill in the middle of your suit fitting story. Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. I dropped off my electric bill payment earlier before they opened. They just called and said there was no payment in the envelope. I never tore the check I wrote out of my checkbook. You should do your own show. That's what you should do. You should sit down every day and go directly up against me. You should call it the Kenny podcast. Hey, everybody. Oh, man. I know you want to hear the update on the worms and the banana. But guess what happened? Oh, my God. I know I'm boring. But if you want to do your own show, you probably just should do your own show. The Boomer Bunker, uh, Boomer Bunker just canceled the show. It's they, they, they don't do the show anymore. Holy crap. So you could do your own show and talk about electric bills and, um, how, uh, divorce jokes aren't funny and banana jokes aren't funny. Uh, you got a whole show right there. That's what I would do if I were you. Ah, it's all good. Anyway, uh, welcome. Welcome to you all. So the we ended up getting the, um, the suit. And uh, okay, off we go. And like I said, it was exhausting. Absolutely exhausting. But we got it. We are in good shape. And uh, before long, he'll be dressed up like you wouldn't believe. Put these shoes on him. I go, now, are they okay? I mean, I... I do you, I mean, he's, he's used to wearing no shoes or Crocs. 
And he goes, I think, I think I'll be all right. I go, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put you in these shoes and we'll get you to the church or, or the, uh, the venue. And then if, uh, when everybody gets drunk, you, we can, t- we'll bring the Crocs with us, take the shoes off and put the Crocs on. How does that sound? Sounds good. Dear Meathead happens in 28 minutes. If you have a question for dad, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. Let's see here. Kenny writes, fine. Fuck you guys. Goodbye. What? What? What's going on? That's a very uh, uh, aggressive response. What what, what do you... What, what's going on there, big guy? Fine. Fuck you guys. Goodbye. What, you tell people to fuck off? What, what, why would you do that? Everybody loves you. I'm confused. Hmm. Get to the bottom of this. Call him up here. You have reached... Six one five. Oh no! Nine three three three. Please leave. What's going on? Why? Why? What are you upset about? I don't understand. Oh, it must have just been a. It must. He must be on the toilet or something. You have reached six one five eight two nine. Okay. Yeah. Did I just? Uh, did I just uh, dox him accidentally? Oh, come on now. Wait. He's up there, big guy. That's it. I'm treating the show like a wormy banana. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Aram writes that um, the Zaniacs or the former Zaniacs only have the So Wobbly podcast to listen to now. Now, I haven't, um, I haven't heard about that one. It may, uh, I actually, no, I take it back. I do remember that. It's the old man. Aram says Eric is funny when he is confused about being a dick. Me? I wasn't a dick. What the fuck did I do? All I did was read Kenny's uh, um, electric bill blues uh, thing there and uh, encouraged him to start doing a fucking podcast. I am, I'm a helper. I'm an asset. I don't understand why anybody would be thinking that I was some, some kind of dick. Uh, This person wrote, I think I drove him over the edge by sending you the screenshot of him talking about the electric bill blues. And I'm not saying that the electric bill blues story is not a good story. I like that story, but that's content. And you're, you're, you're leaving thousands of dollars on the table with that. Chris says, I think he's more upset that someone called your attention to it. Well, Hey, what that's, that's it. Why else would he put it on there? Who cares? If he puts it on there, he obviously wants someone to talk about it. Kind of like when he puked in the sink and took pictures of the worms, worms, and posted them to Facebook. Kind of like when uh, 
Z-Speed mobile mechanic uh, wouldn't come help him. And then he took it to Facebook and says, that's it, you're getting a Google review of the sideways variety. After this one, I have had it with you, Z-Speed mobile mechanic. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I'm coming after Z-Speed mobile mechanic. I'm coming after these worms. Anybody who makes fun of divorce in the entire banana cultivation industry for all this. This is fucking terrible and I've had it. And the electric bill company. Oh my God. Why did it? Well, hell, I guess that's my fault. I didn't put the check in there, but oh my God, I got electric bill blues. <laughs> oh my God. Come on, man. Lighten up. Everybody's fucking busting everybody's balls here. You can't, you can't get mad. You know, I don't know how many times we've gone down the road. Of, I mean, if you put it out there, if you put it out there, you're going to get hammered. If I see fit, because that's how the show works. Everybody who's ever participated in this show uh, knows that they run the risk of getting a fastball in the ear. And that's what makes it go. Congrats to uh, Amy for running the New York City Marathon. I see she is back with us after a day of travel. And uh, she ran that thing in like four hours or something like that. Well done. I am happy that you uh, were able to pull that off. Good for you. Uh, okay. We're getting a lot of people that are saying that Kenny, uh, a toaster in the bathtub moment for Kenny. Wait, what? There's no way. Yeah, I can't believe he would be that upset about anything like that. What what I what is uh what is going on here? Ben says he didn't pay his electric bill. What good will a toaster do? You've reached 615. <laughs> That's it. I have had it. You've pushed me to the limit. And I will not be returning anymore. Enough. You guys are fucking assholes. I just hope he doesn't think I'm the asshole. I didn't do anything. I am the supporter. I am the uh, the one that uh, that understands. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live 
bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right. Anyway. If you're watching... On Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. I'm going to now kick you to the curb. If you want the rest of the show, you have to go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Because we're going to do all of this election talk. Oh my God. That is next. All right. So I'm going to kick you all to the curb. Here we go. Thank you so much for... uh, for being part of the show, Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss. And then, of course, Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Did I say that already? Twitter, Blue Frost IT, YouTube, Frank Fuss, Facebook, and Twitch. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. If you want to send an email on uh, the Shoreliner Striping Inbox, I would appreciate that for another edition of Dear Meathead. Uh, Where are we with that? Because we are 20 minutes away until we bring Dad in here. Thank you to FlimFlam2022 for following on Twitch. Jonathan just sent a uh, question for Dad on Dear Meathead. Subject line, Dear Meathead, of course. That makes it much easier to find these. Uh, Brad uh, Aram has a question from November 2nd that I can get into so if you have one send it along Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox all right Typically, uh, in the midterm elections, there is like a shift in power. You know what I mean? Like um, Biden would win the general election for president. And uh, then two years later, now, the Republicans would, um, you know, make serious inroads in like Congress and and things like that and gubernatorial elections and uh, everything top to bottom. Uh, And and the idea was being uh, talked about how going into this election that is now over uh, yesterday, that um, there would be what's described as a red wave that would cascade down. And, And that didn't happen at all. Like, I mean, it's, it's ugly. It's, it's so one-sided. It's, uh, n- no shift whatsoever. The only thing that may happen is in the house of representatives, there may be a, uh, a shift. Uh, let's see the latest estimate. You need 218 seats for a majority. The Democrats prior to yesterday's election 
Of the 435 seats, they had 222, and the Republicans had 213. As of this minute, Republicans have 203, and Democrats have 190. So it's leaning Republican for Congress. Um, I'll get to the rest of this in a second, but that's the one thing that may actually change. It may in the Senate, but it's looking more like it won't. Okay. In Pennsylvania, the people have spoken and they went with Captain Hoodie, John Fetterman. Right now, what I'm wearing, I am more dressed up than John Fetterman is for anything election related. With the exception of the debate, he actually got in a suit for the debate. That was the one where they said, uh, please welcome John Fetterman. And he said, good night, everybody. Okay, so the guy opens up the debate with, good night, everybody. And he still wins. He beat Mehmet Oz. Well, you know, I don't think anything is 100% official because, um, you know, a lot of these, it's very it's very close. But they're, they're saying that Fetterman uh, will beat Oz. It's that, uh, I don't know if Oz has actually conceded Nevada, too close to call, Senate race. So between Pennsylvania, Nevada, and Georgia. And uh, I think the Democrat was leading in Nevada. I don't know who the fuck the guy is, but um, it's still too close to call. Georgia with um, Ralph Warnock taking on the CTE patient. Um, Warnock leads, but in Georgia... You have to get 50% of the vote. And if you don't, there has to be a runoff in like a month. So that means this would continue. Okay. Um, Now, I think that if Nevada goes Democrat, it's not going to matter. But I'm not positive on that. I don't know what these seats were prior to to this election, if they were red or blue. But... Anyway, because there's a third candidate in Georgia that some people are voting for, you know, he gets like 1% of the vote or whatever. It's, it's messing things up so that neither of these candidates is actually going to hit the 50% threshold. And if you don't hit the 50% threshold, it triggers a runoff. So that that's kind of a bummer. That means they, they, they got to wait. We get one more month of women coming out of the woodwork saying, yeah, Herschel Walker, uh, not only did he want me to get abortion, uh, he wanted to do it himself with a coat hanger and uh, punching me in the uterus. Uh, another month of those stories. So that is uh, that is incredible. Before I talk about um, foot fetishes and the state of Michigan, in Arizona, okay, this is of all the states, and of all the people behind it, this is the wrong state to have like some type of tech issue with the uh, voting machine contraptions. But it happened. Now, this happens in every election. But in this election, when something like this happens, which happens all the time, randomly, there might be a, a shit happen very easy to turn it around and repair it. But that when you're surrounded by assholes who say, 
Oh my God. The last election was fixed too. And now this one is fixed. That super hot Karen haircut, Carrie Lake, who is remarkably attractive. Despite that boy haircut. God, is she hot. There's a video of her, by the way. And uh, a uh, a campaign video. She's the Republican running for governor in Arizona. Um, of her wearing like stiletto heels, swinging a sledgehammer at TVs, uh, saying, "Oh yeah, we're gonna take down the mainstream media." Uh, it's all that usual bullshit. It's like so hot. I got a massive raging hard on just watching the damn thing. Problems with dozens of electronic vote counting machines in the battleground state of Arizona on Tuesday were seized upon by Republican former President Donald Trump and his lemmings who falsely claimed it was evidence of election fraud by Democrats. Just a few hours into election day, Maricopa County recorder uh, Stephen Richard told reporters that about 20% of electronic vote tabulation machines in the state's most populous county were malfunctioning and technicians were working on it. The problem was that the ballots were not lining up properly inside the machines and were not being read, Richard said, adding that despite the problems, all the votes would be counted. So basically, you know, kind of like when you, you put something over the scanner, at the grocery store, and then all of a sudden it says, please wait. And there's like a red light going off, the light of shame. And you're like, oh, what the fuck? Everybody else is bagging their groceries. And you're like, shit. And then some 16-year-old comes over and goes, yeah, uh-huh. And then holds the badge up and hits about a billion numbers. All right, you can get This is what's happening here. Uh, they're like, yeah, we're still going to count the votes, but these, this problem does need to be repaired. Richard, the uh, guy who's in charge of this, says the malfunctions were disappointing. And I mean, you can imagine, I mean, you're in this state where everybody's watching you with a microscope to begin with. You're like, oh, fuck. And predicted that election deniers such as Trump would exploit the issue. And they have. Maricopa County officials said the problem affected about 60 machines at a quarter of the voting locations in Maricopa County, and that by 2 p.m., eight hours after voting had started, 17 of the 20 had been repaired by, quote, changing the printer settings. Now, I will say this. How can you, in the most what will be the most scrutinized election since the previous one, not have absolutely made 1 million percent sure that everything on here was perfect. Didn't you do like a dry run with some dummy ballots? Now they're probably going to say, yeah, we did, but oh, so maybe that's what happened. I don't know. Shit happens. I don't know. I don't have, I don't have an explanation. Obviously who the fuck am I? I would hope that they would have done weeks of rehearsals and dry runs. I would guess that the officials should actually, before this begins, say, all right, I've got representatives from the red party and representatives of the blue party. Here's a ballot that's filled out. I'm going to run it through here. Let's see 
and have it like written down as to what the tabulation would be when it goes through. Run it through. You see the big American flag pop up saying that your vote counted. And then you match it. Look, it's perfect. All right, good. If it were me. The state's Republican gubernatorial candidate, Carrie Lake, also seized on the machine problems, issuing, quote, a voter alert on her Twitter account. Lake has uh, echoed Trump's false claims that the 2020 presidential election was stolen from him through widespread voter fraud, as was our uh, gubernatorial candidate, at least was gubernatorial candidate Tudor Dixon. She was all about, oh, yeah, this was a fake election. And a lot of people believe that. Not enough to win anything, but a lot of people do believe that. And it seems to be a shrinking number of people who do believe that because there was no red wave. Late in the day, a judge in Maricopa County rejected a Republican request to keep polls open past their usual closing time of 7 p.m. The judge said Republicans had provided no evidence that a voter was not able to cast a ballot because of the machine problems. Everything is fine. Trump posted a video on Truth Social urging people in Arizona to stay online if they were facing delays in voting. I agree with that. Lake told reporters she had encountered she had encountered no issues when she voted and what she described as a left-leaning area of the city. So she's like, I was expecting shenanigans and huh, nothing happened. I'm hot. Okay, so Christy Noem, Carrie Lake, Whitmer, Tudor Dixon. On the, that is my Mount Rushmore of hot political candidates. Wow. I might, Carrie Lake might be the most attractive to me, and I am not a fan of short hair. I think despite the boy hair, um, she, God, what a knockout. Holy cow, is she a babe. Probably because she's the oldest of all of these women. That's why I find her attractive. Uh, Carrie Lake age. I'm guessing, I hope she's about 74. Eh, she's 53. That's good, though. Because um, I think Whitmer might be younger than that. Gretchen Whitmer age. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. You see, Whitmer's only 51, a spring chicken. Wait, did I just see a picture of Whitmer in a black dress? Hold on a second here. I got to see this. Oh, shit. It's not popping up. I'll tell you what is popping up, though. My penis. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Yes, I, I, I cannot believe how attracted I am to Carrie Lake. What a babe. Holy cow. Ryan says, what about Lauren Boebert? Now, I'm not into young whores. I hate young chicks. They're horrible to look at. And she's so stupid. It's it, I don't care if she was 53 like Carrie Lake. She's so stupid and brainwashed. I can't take it. Oh, my God. She's so attractive. I, could, I might even vote Republican if she ran for president, even though she's batshit crazy. Tulsi Gabbard, too young. 
too young. I think. Tulsi Gabbard age. Oh, are you crazy? 41? Oh, fucking gross. You guys are insane. That's disgusting. No. I've made my my decision. Lake Whitmer uh what do you call it? Noem and uh what's the other one I said? Uh uh the one I just lost. What's her name? Dixon. But even she might be a little a little young. Sarah Huckabee getting a vote. I don't know about that. All right. Anyway, so Crazy Lake is throwing it out that there's a widespread voter fraud because the stupid thing glitched and she had a shit fit. So she's a complete uh, uh, idiot too. Uh, Trump, Lake, and others have been calling for election day only voting and for the end of electronic voting machines prompting, promoting instead the use of just paper ballots and hand counts on a process that is time-consuming, costly, and far less accurate than machine counting. Oh, absolutely. No. I say more machines. That's what we need. Uh, Word on the street is that uh, Dixon just conceded on her Facebook page, Tudor Dixon. Kind of got her ass kicked by like 10 percentage points. Uh, So Whitmer despite um, everybody complaining that she uh, kept masks on people too long, despite uh, restaurants closing down and barbershops closing down during the pandemic, despite masking the kids in school, despite uh, the Republicans saying, uh, all everyone in nursing home, everybody who's in a nursing home was killed by Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, she has won. Now I don't, I don't. Uh, first of all, I I support all of the efforts that she made in the pandemic to uh, keep us safe. She did such a good job that I'm kind of hoping for another pandemic so that we can see the brilliance of what she pulled off. It was fantastic. You know how many lives were saved because of her response to the pandemic? I fully supported it. As of uh, last count, I see she got 53.6% of the vote. That is 2,271,215 votes. Tudor Dixon, uh, about nine points back, 447 1,894,533 votes. Kent County was Democrat. Muskegon County, Democrat. Flint. Uh, I think this is Saginaw. Maybe that's Bay County. Also Democrat. Macomb County, Democrat. All that area around Lansing, Democrat. Oakland, Wayne, Washtenaw, Macomb, all Democrat. Getting 0.9% of the vote 
with 37,380 votes is Mary Buzzema, a libertarian. Uh Uh-oh. Representing the U.S. Taxpayers Party of Michigan, Donna Brandenburg. Donna got 0.4% of the vote. She got 15,745 votes. Uh, I think that is a good showing. Consider, I know I'm, it sounds like I'm being a smartass, but I'm not. I like Donna. I like Donna a lot. Very, very sweet lady. Despite the fact that her brother's retarded. Uh, she kind of got hosed on the whole um, signature thing. I think that that might have been a crock of shit. But uh, she still ran. She still showed up despite her brother suffering from intense retardation. Uh, I don't think that that should be a reason to not uh, vote for her. But uh, news reports, I've seen that she would have done better if there wasn't such intense retardation on display by her brother. And uh, Michigan voters have weighed in and said, we're concerned that some of the retardation uh, may have bled from her brother and attached itself to her somehow. Now, I don't believe that in any way, shape, or form. And I think that had she been a Republican, she would have done better than Tudor Dixon. Um, But I think being sidled with the stupidity of her brother um, hindered her. So I think if she is going to try this again, she should emancipate herself from that moron to be able to allow for more people to see that she does just doesn't like the guy, which I'm, I'm probably, you know, throwing a wild guess out there, but I'm guessing she doesn't even like him. And then Kevin Hogan uh, on the Green Party got 0.2% of the vote with 10,342. Congratulations to everyone for running a hell of a campaign. You all tried your best, but in the end, scoreboard. America's hottest governor, Gretchen Whitmer, is the big swinging dick. Speaking of pandemics, I am excited about tomorrow's, or not tomorrow's, today's, God, what the fuck, today's COVID shot. Number five. For your old pal, Eric, bivalent, it protects me from uh, Omicron and from the original strain. I am so happy. The NFK and I, what a day. Whitmer wins, uh, and I'm getting a COVID shot and a flu shot. Yes. With a little luck, we're going to have a lockdown. Uh, educa- the schools are going to be teaching kids remotely. But I've got more good news for you. Dana Nessel appears to have beaten Matt DiGiorno. Matt DiGiorno, that scumbag lawyer, uh, all sorts of ethics issues with this piece of shit, uh, was not able to get enough patriots to go to the polls and vote him in. So Nessel kicks ass. Uh, Secretary of State in Michigan, uh, what the fuck is her name? Uh, Jocelyn Benson. She uh, beat the crazy bitch 
who was talking about uh, evil spirits in our life. Uh, she's crazy. She kicked her ass. So all of my hot chick favorites won. Yes. Girl power. Us women have to stay together. We've done it. I need to bring in Eric Zancho podcast election correspondent Stu McAllister after I try to get Kenny on here once again to talk about the rage out that just happened. It was a rage quit on the show. Now, I'm not judging. Dude, call your dad. Look at the clock. Oh, yeah, I will in just a second. So, hey, so I have rage quit before. Did you Did you rage quit? I don't want to talk about anything, man. Just I wanted to hear your dad. Yes or no? Did you rage quit? I think, I'm not talking about anything. I, I think you rage quit. I'm done, man. You I did, just, you know. Wait, wait a minute. I think I think you might have rage quit. Have you? I now I've done that though. I I've actually like got so pissed off. I said fuck it and like shut it all down. So no judgment. Yeah. No judgment from me. Yeah, I'm done. What what are you what are you done for? Why would you do that? My life is a big fucking joke to tons of fucking people and I've been the punch bag for years and I'm fucking done. No, you're not. Now, come on now. I think no, it, I'm done. And I, and I just came back in cuz I love your dad and I wanted to hear him. So Okay. Well, I I think you're taking it a little hard. You know everybody just loves you and it's all just no, picking on no. you. Maybe some do, but there's uh, enough to where. Well, I love you. I mean, I I love uh, you all. I love you all the time. I've I've never well, stopped all loving. All right, you. then. Why are you empowering all these people to remain anonymous and run the fucking mouths and and all the dumb shit that you know? What? What's the matter? Somebody didn't. Somebody was afraid that you wanted that you want to beat them up or something. You know? Yeah, nobody's afraid of that. But trust me, they fucking should be. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Come on now. We, how can that, that is unfair. It is unfair. Somebody just pointed out that you were talking about the electric, but I didn't even get a chance to get into the electric bill. All right. Thank you for the reminder about calling my dad, though. I appreciate that. And whoever sent that is an asshole. Hey, Ruby. Hey, son. How you doing? I bet you thought I had forgotten you. No, I didn't. Okay, good. All right. I didn't even forget Grand Rapids. I didn't even forget the election. Oh, yeah. We were just doing election coverage a second ago, Dad. Oh, were you? Yeah, we were talking about some of these uh, some of these things that, uh, you know, some of those races were really close, and they haven't yet said who the winner is. Well, I thought they have uh, established who it is. Yeah, some of them, but there's other elections in different parts of the country, you know. Yeah. So, did you do you do you get out and vote? And I could understand if you didn't, but do you actually get out and vote? Every year. Uh, we've done it every year except this year. You you did not do it this year. I did not do it this year. Okay, gotcha. All right. Well, uh, welcome. I'm so glad you guys are here. Like I, I was, uh, I was ranting and raving about the election and then I completely forgot to call you. And, uh, and Kenny said, um, Hey, call your dad. So I'm glad he did that. Oh, thank you, Kenny. <laughs> 
David Vitapel. Yes. Uh, all right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. And Joanne's ready. Oh, hi, Joanne. I love you. Oh, did I? Did I? He says I love you. Oh, I, yeah. He says I love you. Oh, I love you too. I, yeah, you were silent. I thought you stopped loving me. <laughs> All oh, right. She's my uh, my everything. So she's sitting right alongside of me, honey. Dad, Travis writes. Good morning, Reuben. If they Good made morning, a, Travis. he he says if they made a movie about your life. Can you think of an actor that, or someone that you would want to play you in that movie? Oh boy, no. I I never give it a thought, so I really can't give you any kind of a, you know. What about or, like John Wayne or Clint Eastwood? Paul Newman. No, Joanne Yao's Paul Newman. Yeah, Paul Newman, but he might not be handsome enough to play you. Yeah, that's right. I'm I'm the handsomest. You are the handsomest. They would okay. <laughs> so ultimately, it would have to be a handsome devil playing the part of you. Oh, well, I don't know about that. Oh, Newman was pretty handsome. Yep, yep, yep. I, he, I just don't want nothing. Just give me the money. Just give it. <laughs> just just gonna sell your life story. I mean, can you imagine Paul Newman uh, 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 running down the street after your dad? As your dad's throwing your uh, brother into the river? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That was, that was horrible for a kid. I know. And stand there and watch. I know. You're a little kid. It obviously stuck with you. Oh, I know. And you know what? This is the greatest thing that my mom did for me. My dad was, uh, I don't know what he was, but he, he, I think he drank a lot. Okay. And then uh, uh, when he got done uh, uh, missing, you know, when the police picked uh, yeah. uh, my brother out of his arms. Yeah, huh? Came in, and I remember I was hiding under my mother's skirt. I was a little kid. Under apron. Yeah, under I remember apron. that. I remember. Yeah, I remember you telling me that story. It always makes me sad when you tell me about oh. that. I was scared. And then he says, where's the Reuben? And my mom said, I don't know. Yeah, she was protecting you. Uh, Josh uh, Josh adds, there would have to be a scene when you give silverware to the local police. I'll tell you, my dad was a really, I do remember this because I got older enough. Very, very, I mean, stern man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, by the way, I got a uh, um, uh, your 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 niece, my cousin Janet, reached out to me, and uh, she, I guess, did did you by chance talk to your sister this week? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good because she was um, she was wondering uh, uh, where where you were, and they were wondering if you were okay. Yeah, well, we're okay. My, I just, I, in fact, talked to my sister. She's doing all right. Nice. She's got some uh, health issues, you know. Hey, she and they. Hey, they. Uh, they uh, want to come see you. Well, okay. That's what I told them. I told them you'd love that. Yeah. All right. Hey, it might be too loud on your end. I'm getting some feedback. Do what? 
I said it might be a little loud on your end. I was getting some feedback. Is everything okay over there? No, good. All right. You're getting feedback where I'm not. I'm not getting any feedback. Okay, good. It just sounded a little funky. Uh, all right. Brian says, uh, Eric, read this as Kenny from Nashville. Dear Meathead, I told a friend about an issue I had with my electric bill, and he told another friend of ours without my permission. What should I do about this? Is he a Mickey Mouse kind of guy? Wait a minute. What is it that he gave him? He said he told a friend about an issue he had paying his electric bill. And And his friend told another friend without his permission. So, well, you know, first of all, if I say something out in the open public or whatever, uh-huh. you've left it wide open for anybody to do anything they want to do with it. Really? Yeah, I think so. I do too. Yeah, there's 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 really no reason to get mad if you put it out there. No, no, no reason to get mad, but uh, this conversation that you and I have, for instance, goes all over the world. Right. And so if we say something and anybody makes a joke about it, or that's, that's, that's not our, that's not anybody's problem. No, you can't, you put them out there in the open. Right. Uh, why would you, uh, come up and uh, get angry because this guy grabbed that and yeah. somebody else. That's what I'm trying to tell him and he won't listen to me. No, he shouldn't be doing that. Okay. Oh, if, if you, like this conversation you and I are having, it goes everywhere, you know? Right. And maybe some things I don't want to, uh, to be heard, I just shouldn't be saying it. Right. If you don't want everybody to talk about it, don't put it out there. That's right. All right. Very I good. don't care what I say right now, you know? Yeah, because you have enough sense to say only the things, <laughs> only the things that you want people to talk about. Yeah, I want people to hear this. Okay. I hear you. I like it. I like that you say that you're that uh, that uh, you have no concerns about what you're going to say. I don't care what I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I don't. All right. Uh, let's see. Brad wrote, "Dear Meathead, I was listening to uh, last week's show." This is it Brian? Uh, Brad. Oh, Brad. He said, uh, "Meathead, I was listening to last week's show, and I think that you might be onto something, Meathead." I haven't given up drinking yet. However, I went about 10 days without a drink, and I don't feel like I have the urge to drink. I am working on quitting as it became a steady part of my life and ruined many moments. If you'd like to, uh, uh, he, he wants to know what you think about this because he kind of took your advice and quit drinking. Well, I'm, I'm grateful to hear that. Me too. Because, first of all, since I quit drinking myself quite many, many years ago, yeah, uh, I really don't, well, I had difficult days, maybe 10 days, and then the difficulty of it went away gradually, and I have no desire to drink, and you know what? A habit is exactly what it says, a habit. It's not because you enjoy booze, you enjoy the habit. Right. So get rid of the habit. It angers me to hear people uh, can't give this up. Yeah. Well, 
That's ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. What What do you think about when people sometimes have to, uh, you know, uh, take medicine in order to quit drinking? Eric, you broke all up half of the comments that you're making. Oh. Uh, what do you think about people who have to like take medicine in order to uh, quit drinking? Oh, they have no willpower. That means most of your life is going to be like that. Okay. Well, you know, sometimes those medicines help. Well, medicine helps, yeah, but you, you don't need medicine to quit drinking. Okay. Well, all right. Uh, John, uh, if, if you were my son, for instance, you're hooked on that stuff. <laughs> no, I'm not if you, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, <laughs> I screw that up. Uh, I really, uh, detailing you on a daily basis uh, to make sure that you d don't drink. And then I'll, I'll, I know I'll get you upset, or generally I would. People that are do uh, in the habit of something, someone yeah. trying to get them to change it and all that, they get upset because they don't want to do that. But you've got to have the desire to do that. You know... Um it's funny because you uh, you just said if you were my son, and that reminds me of when you sent me that card, <laughs> that uh, that greeting card, and you, it said, "I love you like a son." God, I remember that. Well, I love you like a son. I'm like not like a jerk. <laughs> I was very confused. <laughs> wow. I Terrible to tell that to a kid, you know. I said, like, "What? Am I not his son?" Oh my God! How do you think? How do you, hey, how do you think I felt? What did you say? I said, "How do you think I felt?" I felt terrible. Well, you ought to know your dad. Absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, John writes, "Dear Ruben, I would love to see a tornado in person one day." Obviously, I don't want to see anybody die, but I just want to witness the power of it. Have you ever seen a tornado or any type of terrible weather in your lifetime? Uh, probably. I, I, can't, I can't tell you that I have, but I have seen rough weather. But tornado type, no, I, I couldn't possibly think that I ever did. Although the country that was born and raised I had pretty nasty weathers. Uh, yeah, um, it's it's funny. Yeah, I would imagine that it would have uh, you know uh, various possible thunderstorms and uh, and and tornadoes and stuff like that. But you, yeah. Hey, listen, we yes. live in a river right Sense. next to it. The river was where we dump our garbage. Oh God! Wait, that would be taken with water. Uh, yeah. Uh, season that the water runs there were boulders i couldn't even fathom to tell you the size of it that that water would roll that thing through that river yeah so it's uh are you telling me that only part of the year the uh, river is rushing yes so do you let the garbage pile up until this river starts we, we throw it in there throughout the year oh okay on the side of the river Wow, that seems like it horrible. I mean, it sounds like it would be like kind of like a waste dump. Well, it was just uh, ours. Uh, everybody had their own way down the road and as it goes, you know. 
But uh, in our area, there wasn't that much of it, but there was quite a bit of trash. So you're throwing out like uh, 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 food scraps and are you throwing all kinds of stuff? What about uh, number one and number two? No, that goes. Now that's another issue. That goes. Uh, we didn't have toilets like we do here. Okay. Uh, it goes in a hole, and then every so often, we have these people who come up there and uh, clean it up, suck it all up. Oh, they had like they had like machines. And, mach- had- okay. and then they dump it in our own yard. Oh, <laughs> one big area of the yard. We had a big yard. Yeah. <laughs> It sits there till it uh, changes its style wow. so, or whatever. Yeah, it changes. It becomes dirt. Yeah, and then they use that for fertilizer. Oh, God. So wait a minute. Let me get this straight. It goes in the hole and then out of the hole to your front yard. And then- no, 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 no. It's, it's being sucked up uh, and dumped on yeah. a Right, right. So they, they, yard. they suck it out. And then why didn't you just go take a dump on the front yard? Well, that's the only place where we had a very big yard. That yard was not being used by anybody. Okay, gotcha. That part. What? It seems like it's an extra step. Hey, why can't I? I'm telling you what I see, you know. What the heck? Wow. That's, uh, that's, That's like taking the long way home, you know? Hey. But, but then again, it was used for fertilization. Oh, Lord. So, Dad, um, you said the hole in the ground in the house is. Uh, was there any like, um, uh, w- w- was any was anybody watching you, or was there like was it there a compartment? Oh, where- no, no, it's a little roof like, or a tiny little roof like. Oh, okay. So it's got a roof. It's our house. Oh, okay. I thought like Grandma would be making dinner right next to Uncle Garo. No, take, take- oh, no, oh, no. It's an outhouse, got a door in there and all that, you know. Okay, gotcha. All right. Um, so when you were in Iran, do you remember elections? Because we're this is you know the day after the election here. Do they do, do, do they even have that there? No clue. No, we didn't know what was going on. Okay. So. Yeah, very very young, but did, you know you were a teenager when you left. Yes, I was. But still, it doesn't really ring a bell, huh? Yeah, and then uh, right across directly our, our uh, door to get into the yard or the, or the house and all that. Not house, but the yard. Uh, it was a police department. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, we know about that. That's where you would have they, They'd come and get the silverware. Yeah, you always come out and borrow the stuff. But the, that, every hour on the hour, they change the uh, guard. Uh-huh. Um, Aram has... These guys were, I'll tell you, don't mess around with those yep, guys. Yep, yep, yep. Good thing they were friends of yours. They were friends. They were very good. Yeah, we talked, chat here and there. But I'll tell you, you mess around. They'll uh, hit you with their, with their gun butt. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> I've seen him hit somebody <clears throat> in the police, the police yard uh, with a gun butt. When your dad was getting ready to throw Uncle Garo in the river, did, did the cops... <laughs> Oh yeah. my God! Did that the was... uh, did 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 the cops hit Uncle Garo? I mean, they grabbed my brother off or of Grandpa. His arms. They didn't. They didn't hurt Grandpa. No. No. no they no, they probably they like grabbed, they they were probably my uh, brother. I'm guessing that the cops were like, "Look, we understand what you're going through." But they knew him. They wouldn't hurt him. No. 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 
All right. Um, Aram writes, uh, he's, uh, he's going back to that moment in time when you were at the wedding, when you almost started the fight, when you said, well, that sucked. Wait a minute. I don't remember what. Uh, He said that you were at a wedding and I've told the story about you. There was a wedding speech going on and the uh, guy said, may may the best day of your life, uh, may may the best day of your past be the worst day of your future or something like that. Uh, And then it didn't really resonate. And you said, well, that sucked. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. I didn't know what I was saying. Yeah, right. and then didn't it, didn't like a fight break out? Well, I don't remember all the details, really. I, I think I think a fight broke out. Something about it in the past. That's what happened. I don't know. I'm pretty sure there was uh, chairs being thrown. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah. I was a very outspoken person. Uh-huh. I, I, well, I didn't know what I was saying. Well, and we know that because we're. I'm going back to what you said earlier in today's show, and you said, quote, I don't care what I say. Well, no, I mean, as long as it's within my brain, it happened, you know. All right, as long as it's in my brain, then it happens. You're breaking up. Yeah, I know. All right, I love you. I love you very much. Are we done? Yes, sir. I love you. You guys are the best. All right. I love you, too. Have a great day, and enjoy the uh, election. I'll, I'll see you in 10 days. All right. Okay. Come on down. Okay. No, you're coming to see me. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> see you. Okay. I'm just how deep I think. All right. I love you. I love you, too, honey. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye bye. There you go. I hate it when it breaks up like that. He's like, oh, you're breaking. It. You know what it is? Is his phone is too loud, so it's causing and me having to explain that to him. He's like, what? What is happening here? Oh my god, this is terrible, guy. Holy cow. Uh, everybody loving Joanne. Uh, a flowing river of garbage sounds lovely. Is Reuben admitting to drying up the Euphrates River? G- uh, garbage is code for unwanted babies. My God. And then hearkening back to the amazing moment of the greeting card. I love you like a son. Um, all right. Dear Meathead brought to you once again by Baldwin Ace Hardware. Let's see if we can settle down Kenny, who is at his wits end. Come on, man. Nobody wants to hear any more from me. It's all right. Are you on the pity pot? It sounds like you're on the pity pot. What did you say? Have you ever heard of the term called the pity pot? No. That's when someone like sits around and goes, oh, poor me. That's what it sounds like. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think that's true at all. I don't agree with that, uh, sentiment about, uh, about you. I mean, come on now. 
So why are you like hiding uh, the identities of everyone who um, you know keeps texting you shit? Well, I mean, it was uh, it was somebody just tipping me off, and uh, they asked to be anonymous, so I respected that. Did they? Well, yeah. Assume that they did. No, no, no. They they did. I mean, I don't want to break the trust. I mean, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to do a show for God's sake. Yeah. Well. What what did I do? Why are you mad at me? I didn't do anything. I don't want you to stop doing anything dumb. Hey, and you don't want me to stop doing anything dumb. No, I would never want that. <laughs> Hang on a second. Hang on a second. For some reason, I'm hearing two things at once. Don't go anywhere. I All of a sudden, I started hearing the Today Show for some reason. God damn it. Yeah, that is weird. Damn weird. Yeah, I guess so. I think it. I think it's an iPhone. Anyway, um, yeah. I mean, Jesus, you get, you got. I cannot believe the overreaction here. Oh, it's an overreaction after all these years and piled on and piled on. Oh, okay. What? I mean, are you telling me that me me describing that there was a complaint about you talking about your energy bill during the show is somehow the the backbreaker after all the fun things that we've done together. Do you and whoever sent that not understand how chat fucking works? Like people tune in. Me? And sometimes why, why am I getting blamed? I didn't do anything. Uh, you read it. So what? I'm just saying. You're somebody... keeping their, their identity secret, which isn't fair. No, it, yes, but... it is. They asked me to keep their identity secret. I, I, I'm trying to acknowledge that. So the oh, same way well, if, if you said, Hey, I got something for you. Keep my identity secret. I would do that. I'm, I, and I'm the sensitive one, but they want to remain secret. Like okay. if, if you sent me a message and said, look, I just ate a Georgia peach and I threw up and I want you to talk about it, but I don't want you to say my name. I would, I would not say your name. <laughs> You're so full of shit. I, How many times did I send emails and I said <laughs> to do it anonymously? That and is you said bullshit. My name any damn way. No, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a policy I have. If someone says, <laughs> you did that so many times to me. Lies. Absolute no, lies. Absolute lies. I dispute all of that. If someone no. tells me, look, keep it a secret. I don't want right. anybody to know. I am. I always honor that. Right. Sure. So, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know, Kenny. I think you're taking this one hard. Yeah, whatever. What? You can't. Well, whatever. That sounds pouty to me. <laughs> you should be used to that. You probably heard that so many times from Maddie. I know. I know it's working because I hear you laughing now. I can hear the frost crumbling off. The ice no, chips. Just, the ice chips just, are falling. What? The ice chips are falling around you. You're starting to warm up. No, I'm just, man, I'm just, I'm sick of all the, I'm done, man. It's just what? You're not done. You're not, it's ridiculous. You're not, nothing even happened. Nothing even happened. No. Do you know, I put it, listen, I put it in the chat earlier. I said, do you not realize that somebody going to the extreme of texting you that shit is like the extreme version of, hey, scroll up and look at this. If I had I don't know. I never, you that I never shit, really you thought have about beaten it. me to a bloody ball. I never really thought about it. I, I, I can get back to you on that. I'm not sure on that one. 
What? Oh, come on, man. You know I'm right. So you asked um, the question, do I not know what Chad is? I don't understand that. Of course I know what Chad is. That's where people go and uh, chat, right? Yeah. What I just happen to be fucking mentioning something like other people do, but because it's me, it's an issue. Unnecessary to swear. Uh, I don't understand what? the. I don't understand the anger here. Unnecessary to swear. Who the fuck am I talking to right now? There is a time and a place for appropriate language. And oh uh, I am not, I am not, uh, you are hurting my feelings with all of this <laughs> aggressive talk. <laughs> Who is this? Let me talk to Eric. I haven't even gotten into the story about how Michigan loves abortion. Oh, I'm sorry to stand in the way of Michigan's love for abortion. Isn't that great? No, it's horrible, but yeah. whatever. They, they just, they voted it in. You can go get an abortion and it's awesome. Yeah, I I think it's yeah, yeah, we don't want to discuss my thoughts on abortion, but right, yeah. Well, whatever. whatever. Well, anyway, man, I I just wanted to make sure that uh you and you you don't like, you know, cuz it seemed like you were like way aggressive about this and, you know, I don't think it's that big of I don't think it's that big I'm of a aggressive? deal. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, of course you don't. Okay. Um well, you know, it's just one jackass who thought you were a dumbass that's all no big deal right i mean you know how many people think i'm an asshole and a jackass thousand man i don't care what anybody thinks of me i was having this conversation with marine who, who uh reached out to me a little bit ago yeah if somebody doesn't like me i, I don't got, fucking care i that's got no problem, problem. i got wait, I got, a minute. Hey, wait a minute i love you i think i i would have done the same thing Maybe. I mean, you know, we're a lot alike in some ways. Kenny. Uh, I'm a hothead. Kenny, That's, I'm team know. Kenny. I am team Kenny here. In fact, <laughs> the next time I look at the chat, I want you, I want at least 15 sentences in a row talking. No, you no, you don't. And I, that's the thing, man. The past, like, a few days I've hey, been trying to not. Are you kidding it. me? I, I want this. This I am, No, you don't. I, how, how could you cannot tell me what I want? I'm not going to tell. Because you've been saying the I, opposite for there's, forever. Look, there is no way in hell that I can go and just tell people uh, what what uh, what they should do. Just like they can't tell me. All I can do is offer guidance and opinion. Everything is all open game here. And, and then give me, you know, 10-minute timeouts. What do you mean there's nothing you can do to... Look at Cole writes this. The people want this more Kenny, less us. No, no, no. That's just, they're being funny. Like I get it. You know, I, I totally get it. There's, I, I talk too much. I put too many things in the chat, but you know, this whole electric bill thing, I just thought that would be something that somebody might read oh, and you. be funny. It's not that I wanted you to read it. I get you. No, you're right. And whoever sent that is an asshole. Yes, Nate Bowl is an asshole. <laughs> why, why, why are you calling Nate an asshole? Oh, tell me I'm wrong. I, I can't agree with anything. This is an anonymous <laughs> source here, Kenny. Called him out. I'm not saying a word. Called him out. Just like three people I called out to you in a text from uh, the Patreon thing last week, you, you ignored my text. 
What was that? Tell me again. Uh, about three people that texted you and were talking shit about me. You don't remember? Dude, I get so many. I forget this shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Florida man 814 has a question. Uh, let's open this up to the uh, to the audience on an Ask Kenny uh, post-election day. The first question oh I have is, has Kenny, Kenny, have you ever performed an abortion? What the fuck kind of question is that? That is horrible. I mean, do you, is this somebody who wants me to share my thoughts on abortion? No. Uh, Florida okay. man wants to know if you've ever got in there and dug around a little. That's that's ridiculous. So, no, I'll take that as a no. You have not actually performed an abortion. I, I'm i just going to go ahead and say it. I think it's sad that uh, we as human beings um, have developed this as a means of birth control. Kenny, that's well so. said. That is very well said. I mean, really, like pills and all of that for birth control that's that's one thing and i know there's fanatics out there that have issues with that i don't but for somebody to think well if i get pregnant i'll just have an abortion like ah if you actually like research it and especially like the later abortions they're just brutal and i love those and horrible i love those those are the best oh see i know he's gonna say that no, that's not a very comfortable thing, and I think uh, you know, I think every every female does have the right to choose what's best for themselves, though. And yeah, I don't think yeah. any guy can dictate, you know, that. Yeah. That's well, that's exactly right. And Josh writes, Kenny doesn't even hit alive kids. Never mind ones in the womb. You don't strike <laughs> me as a kid who's ever like a guy who's ever spanked his kids. Oh, fuck that, man. Sometimes you got to. Would you go hit one of them right now? Well, Derek's asleep. And, That's uh, perfect. That's perfect. Punch him in the face. <laughs> Punch him right now. No, <laughs> no I wouldn't do that. But, right. I mean, no, you don't beat kids, but sometimes, you know, you have to spank them when they're younger. To, same as, like, if a dog is, like, you know, like you don't want to, you don't want to hurt. You should, you should hit dogs. Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. Like, I mean, come on. So you've never actually like, like spanked, like a, a little like tap on a dog right, if they right. if they've done something you haven't want them to. Or, dog dog I tapping. A good example. Dog tapping is the new is the new thing. Dog tapping. I can't, I can't word it right, man. I don't know. I haven't had a dog in dog forever. Dog tapping and then kid hitting. <laughs> so Kenny's a Beating up kids and he's no, tapping you know dogs. I mean? Like, okay, when when all of your uh, zoo of animals, whenever they uh, do something that you don't want them to do, or like if they're fighting, like, I don't know. Have yeah, you never no, like? Nah, I pretty much shrug and and pray. Have you never like smacked at them? You know what I mean? Smacked at them. What is, like like throw a smack like a fastball? Like here you go. Here comes the smack. I don't know, man. I I still haven't had I'm, my coffee. Yet I'm this confused. Morning. My, my brain's not even. I'm very functional. confused. I'm very very confused. Confused. I don't know how this is confusing. I well look. Well, you're talking about throw a smack. I'm like throw a smack. I don't know what that is. Okay, if a dog like snapped like it was gonna bite at a child. 
for me, I might throw my you hand would, up yeah, there and you like would, smack it, right, smack it, snout away. That's you what I'm talking bring about. Bring your arm back and hit the dog. So we, God, you're no. a dog hitter. Oh, you, you, you're blowing it out of proportion. You're no. I, I'm trying to understand. You know what I'm saying. Damn. All right, hey, I gotta go. Yeah, me too. All right, see ya. Uh, we gain, we 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 brought him back. You see, you see what Instead I did there. Come, you know, Jessica Chastain came the other mm -hmm. night. Um, That's the TV news. We don't need that. Uh, Sean insists that Kenny may have been the one who recently lost a box of puppies. The suggestion there that Kenny is an abuser of animals and he left that box of eight puppies. You're a good puppy. You ain't sassy. You don't lick me in the face that nasty. Puppy dog bouncing in the box like this. Oh my God. I have so much more to talk about, but not enough time. There's only 21 minutes left in this show. I haven't even touched on any of the sponsors. So I got to do them all like right now. <clears throat> Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. I have my appointment tomorrow with Frank. If you're in, if you're buying insurance on the marketplace, don't like do this yourself. Don't just go to the website and uh, healthcare.gov and try to, you know, figure all this shit out. Have Frank do it for you. Okay. His services are free. 616-914-4070. When you call or text, he'll send you a link. That's the appointment finder. Yeah, I'd like to meet with you on this day at this time. And then there's a spot on there. It says, how did you hear about me? And it actually says Zane. Make sure you click on that. Uh, or just go to buyinsurancehere.com and fill out the form. You know, there's a little bit of work involved because you got to, you know, fill out your information so he sees you. You're on his his schedule then. Just basically do what it tells you to do. Don't start asking questions until you're done filling everything out. It'll all be spelled out for you. Even an idiot who throws smacks at dogs could do this. Frank Fuss, my policy shop, insurance. He's also the expert on Social Security and Medicare. Again, it's free. Bang on his door. Van Dyke Mor uh, Mortgage. Jesus, I can't even talk. Van Dyke Mortgage. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. Get a mortgage anywhere in the listening audience, whatever state you're in, four exceptions of South Carolina, Alaska, Hawaii, and um, Maine. Maine. 231-332-6505. TC Paintball, tcpaintballgr.com. Get your bro friends together and book a paintball event. Fully stocked pro shop, TC Paintball in Grand Rapids. What a fun attraction. Hours and hours of fun. All you got to do is walk in wearing your junkie clothes, pay one fee, you get the gun, you get the mask, you get the paint. Have at it. Have fun. At TC Paintball, online at tcpaintballgr.com. Thank you to the Kent County Health Department, accesskent.com slash health. They're awesome. The WIC program, uh, vaccinations, immunizations for your kids. You can get those for free or no charge. Wait a minute. 
free or little charge uh, when you go there and poke around on the website, accesskent.com slash help. Not to mention A&E Heating and Cooling, uh, Michigan's only installer of the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners. Now, the Comfort Maker is the number one rated brand of furnaces. It's not even close. They don't even have to advertise the Comfort Maker because the uh, brand sells itself. And there's only one person in Michigan who installs the Comfort Maker. One person qualified. That's Joe Martinez and his uh, son-in-laws. Sons-in-law. Do I say sons-in-law or son-in-laws? I'm not sure. Anyway. 616-516-8579 for a new furnace or AC unit. Or get your existing setup cleaned and tuned. 79 bucks. 616-516-8579. I believe it's sons-in-law. There's discussion about Kenny... Who mails a check? Uh, He says, man, I hate it. (laughs) They charge me a fee to pay the bill online. Uh, Can't you do it through your bank? That's what Kyle's asking. Does your bank offer bill pay? You can pay online and they mail the check for you. I mean, like everybody does that in like all of America. You don't like uh, go like if I want to pay the Bank of America bill. I don't I don't go to the Bank of America website and pay the bill. I could, but typically I just pull up my bank app and say, hey, send a check to these guys for this amount. And then they do it. You know, that's that's an option for you. There's a Rom. He's back after his brow beating he got. Anyway, where was I? Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. I still have like five more ads to talk about, and I still haven't even talked about uh, what is making Michigander stiff and wet today. So we need to bring in political correspondent. Uh, Stu McAllister, who I I hope he picks up. He might have a uh, post-election hangover. Hey, uh, do you have a post-election hangover? Same. Yeah, do you have a post-election hangover? (laughs) I've just learned now to go to bed and then not worry about things. That's what I did. I did the same thing. I had no idea. I did my part and voted my little votes. And then... I yeah. uh, I watched the Red Wings lose in a shootout. Yep. And then I went to bed. I wake up, and then w- let's go get an abortion. <laughs> Dude, I got a huge boner right now. <laughs> I still think if we had created the T-shirts, abortions make me wet, or abortions make my me hard, we would have sold out. Sold out. Just put a T-shirt stand outside the polling places. I don't even know how close it passed, but yeah, that uh, that big uh, that big thing in Michigan 
about vote uh, about abortions. Uh, Michiganders have said, you know, there used to be a campaign ad that was say yes to Michigan. Now it's say yes to abortion. <laughs> Come on over, cross state lines, get yourself an abortion. I uh, I look at it too as it's just a proposition. It's not law. So they have all these laws that say, hey, guess what? A social worker cannot perform an abortion. So despite the fact that these uh, idiots are trying to get you to think that me as a social worker can perform abortion, that is incorrect. What if you had an OnlyFans page <laughs> where your penis was in one hand and the coat hanger was in the other and you performed abortions while masturbating? Uh, that would be hot. <laughs> That is so ridiculous. Why? Uh, it's it's weird to me why people get concerned about something that has nothing to do with that. Well, you know, I mean, I I get why they're concerned. I mean, it's a, it's a baby that's no longer alive. I mean, I mean, I well, can I can certainly understand that. Well, whatever. I mean, is it a baby from like <laughs> as soon as I put my penis in her vagina? Is it a baby? Well, I mean, it, I, I, I guess you're going to get conflicting reports, uh, uh, and 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 uh, without getting too far into it, I I do understand. But at the end of the day, we are looking at the scoreboard, and we are saying uh, Michigan is blue like a baby with no oxygen. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you are, you are now officially canceled. <laughs> You know what? Hey, you know, they all they all passed. Uh, I can now vote uh, next time in August, in November or whatever. And uh, someone can be in office now for, what, 46 years? Now, so, uh, it's all good, man. I also, now those other two proposals, I do not recall what they're about. But all I know is that I remember seeing like a red sign on the Holy Rollers front lawn that said vote no on all three. So I voted yes. <laughs> right. You just look for the asshole. Hey, asshole, how are you voting? Right, uh, right. Vote the opposite. <laughs> now, I live in this conservative hellhole. Oh, yeah, you do. In Ottawa County. And yeah. so I basically just looked at my neighbor and decided who I was not going to vote for. <laughs> good way to do it man so that's that's basically it um yeah. did, did you see that um dana nessel beat matt DiGiorno or whatever the guy the, from the, the guy from the pizza yeah that uh he was running as attorney general and he thought hey that, i'm gonna end the lockdowns and i'm gonna end the masks and i'm gonna end uh covid vaccination that's what he was running on right 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 that's not a good platform to run on. So, no, no. I mean, but he got a lot of votes, but there's just not enough of them. There's a lot of fucking lunatics, but only about 43% of them. It's it's interesting when you look at the map of Michigan, it is pretty much all red except for a couple dots of blue. Right. But those, those dots of blue are where the people live. Yes, <laughs> yes. So Kent County, Muskegon County, Oakland, Macomb, Wayne, Wayne yeah. uh, those are all blue. The rest is right. where Dippin' Dots go. Yes, exactly. That's where I am now. I'm in 
Adrian, Michigan, a sea of red. Exactly. Everyone's pissed off. Exactly. And you got to walk in. What you do, Stu, when you go into the facility to put the dots in the freezer, look pissed. Look like, God damn it. You know, I mean, you're pissed off because uh, uh, Matt DiGiorno didn't win and Tudor Dixon didn't win. And you're pissed uh, off because people are getting abortions, Stu. <laughs> And then they'll buy more dots because they're yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. guy's fucking with us. You know, I want you to go in there and say, look, I want I want you to know, can you put a sign on this freezer that says Dippin' Dots are powered by the Republican Party? <laughs> Dippin' Dots, abortion-free since forever. Exactly. <laughs> fucking A. That is an opportunity, Stu. I love it. Got to think about it, man. Long, long-term plans. Okay. Well, that's it. You know, uh, it, it turned out everybody was like, uh, now the only thing that's not uh, clear is it's looking more and more like in the United States uh, uh, House of Representatives, like uh, more Republicans that they're going to take control of that. But it's not for sure yet. They don't know. Sure. And, and then in the Senate, it's also very close. And it might boil down to uh, Georgia where the CTE guy <laughs> and the Democrat, Is that how he registers. Oh yeah, I'm a CTE, and it's it's neck and neck. But they might have to have a runoff. Yeah, I heard that. Georgia's weird, and they're like, you cannot win the election if you don't have more than fifty percent. So if you right. got three players, you get that weird independent who got like one percent. It screws yeah. everything up. I was talking earlier on the show that between now and the runoff. It's possible that some woman could actually come out and say that Herschel Walker actually performed an abortion on her. Maybe, man. He'll totally deny and forget all about it. Like, call everything a fake. Whatever. Weird. Weird. I kind of wish he was the president. Now, that would be entertaining. It would be from, uh, what was that crazy movie? Idiocracy or whatever. Oh, yeah. It would make Herschel Walker in office would All make right. Trump look like George Washington. <laughs> he, he would, people would go, God damn it. I want to go back to the days of Trump. The Democrats would be saying, Trump, please run again. Please save us. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, Stu, Stu, I appreciate you, buddy. You're the greatest of all time. All right, and sorry uh, that sorry that Kyle ran away on a fuck you Friday. Fuck you. Fr- oh, yeah, I'll talk all about it, man. All right, I'm looking forward to Elemental Podcast. Okay. All right, brother. Thanks, talk bye. Election coverage with Stu fucking McAllister. The man who brought us fuck you Friday is all about it. Motherfuck. What a fucking election. Jesus. Uh, that's about That about concludes our election coverage. I'm not quite done. I've got more to talk about, but pretty much does. You know, I didn't, I didn't expect, it was very weird today because, you know, you had the initial talk about uh, what went on last night and then Kenny got extremely upset. So then I had to put out that fire all while doing Dear Meathead. Kenny is pissed off. I'm not sure if he's pissed off at me, but he might have been, uh, at least for a little while, because somebody said, oh, my God, fucking Kenny, here we are talking about the show, and he's talking about his electric bill, and 
And I'm like, I don't have a problem with Kenny talking about his fucking electric bill. If he wants to talk about his electric bill, that's fine. The nerve of that asshole for writing that in and saying that, that anonymous asshole. And then Kenny's kind of like, you, you motherfucker, you fucking got you dog, you, you're, how come they're anonymous? I'm like, I, hey, I don't know, man. I'm just following the rules. I didn't, uh, I, I, I'm just here along. I'm just a messenger. You can't blame me. And then Kenny writes, is it time to tell Eric that I didn't vote yesterday? Oh my God, you, what the fuck? How can you not? I don't, you know, that's probably the most offensive thing that I've seen today or heard. And that includes what comes out of my mouth. That includes my joke about, uh, when it comes to abortion, Michigan is bluer than an aborted baby, which is a great joke, by the way, that's fucking gold. I love my jokes. I'm the funniest man in the room. <laughs> Ryan says, why would this tipster want to be anonymous? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I, 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 don't, I don't try to figure out Scooby-Doo mysteries about what says what and who, who does what. Okay. All I am is trying to entertain you on a daily basis. That is my ultimate goal. Um, the Powerball was one, one ticket matched two point, it was over $2 billion. One ticket matched two billion and $40 million dollars. Was one, one ticket. The name of the place that uh, sold it in a community known as Altadena, California, was Joe's Service Center, which is a, uh, they sell mobile gas. It says Woodbury Road and Fair Oaks Avenue in Altadena. Maybe they're, I wonder if they're open 24 hours. Joe's Service Center, Altadena. Hmm. Is there a phone number there? Let's see. I'm hoping there is. That way we can call Joe. 24 hours pay at the pump, so that doesn't necessarily mean they're there that they're there right now, but maybe Joe is there is a, I mean, Joe actually exists. It's like a 75 year old dude. He reminds me of my father. We'll hear from him in a second. If I'm not able to get him on here. Hey, Altadena. La 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 la. Hey, Altadena. La 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 la. Hey, Altadena. That's a song. Uh, the person uh, you have dialed can't take. The Fifth Dimensions, Altamira, which I think is something in Spanish. Hey, Altamira. La, 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 So, all right, one ticket. 
Uh, here you go. Audio check, video check. Uh, the guy in the yellow hat here, that's Joe. He sold the ticket. And he gets a million dollars for selling the ticket. Oh, my God. He actually looks like my dad and sounds like my my dad. I'm guessing he's either Iraqi or Iranian. Uh, Joe Shahrad. We will now hear from Joe. My name is Joseph. My last name is Shahid. C-H-A-H-A-D-N-Y-E-D. We sold some ticket last night and we have a feeling somebody might win the money because the people come here, most of the people come here, they are very poor people, very poor neighborhoods. So uh, wait, from my bottom of the mind. We have a feeling we sold the ticket because there's poor people here? Is that the logic? That's a Kenny logic. C-H-A-H-A-D-N-Y-E-D. We sold some ticket last night, and we have a feeling somebody might win the money because the people come here, most of the people come here, they are very poor people, very poor neighborhoods. The reporter needs to say, Joe, uh, that does not make sense. So uh, from my bottom of the, my, the bottom of my heart, I was... But he's very nice. ...hoping somebody will win. That's my feeling somebody going to win the money because they deserve it. A school in, uh, in, uh, in California deserves it. And all the people the win deserve it. So thank God. The school deserves it. Is it because I guess a lot of money goes to the school? California win the money this time. Uh, half the country is like, fuck California. You kidding me? You guys are assholes there. That's the best thing, the best thing ever we, we can celebrate for. The poor people deserve it. You've been selling lotto tickets for how long? 20 years. 20 years. Yes, sir. 20 years. And, and this one is a special number. A special number. Very special number. You got to ask him the question, what are you going to do with the million dollars that you got? Oh, boy. Uh, according to this, under California rules, the winner, the name of the winner must be released by state lottery officials again. No, no, no. You don't have to do that. Make a lottery group. Winners can either take a reduced amount, a lump sum, or get the full amount in annual payments over 30 years. I have an email about this because I said yesterday, take the annuity, take the annuity. Apparently, that is not true. Aaron writes this. Eric, your logic is flawed in one major way. You're forgetting about compound interest. By taking the lump sum, which would be like $975 million, and immediately investing it, you can easily outpace any benefits you see from doing the annuity. This Reddit post breaks it down pretty well. And in it, it, uh, it reads, there is no chance that a lump sum would ever fall behind the annuity unless you started taking money out of it. Assuming that you took the same amount from each, you're still falling behind an annuity Because the more money you take out early, the more you fall behind over time. Doing simple math to demonstrate if you invest every single penny and get a 10% return on average, 600 million nets you 660 million by year two. Your $40 million annuity 
gets you $44 million by year two. Now, remember, your lump sum investment also gains interest on the interest. So in year three, you now have $726 million. You've made $126 million in three years versus $12.4 million with annuity. That's three years of annuity payments. Within a decade, within a decade, you are over $1.2 billion with a B. But with the annuity, it would take 18 years to hit that $1.2 billion. Wow. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. You got the look. You got the hook. So much you be cooking in my book. Your face is jamming. Can you name the song? So basically, as long as you aren't a total irresponsible dickhead and blow all of the lump sum within the first couple of years, that is always the way to go. So forget everything I ever told you. I did not think big picture, and I am happy that Aaron pointed that out to me. Very kind. Very cool. Sam the Jew, who knows about saving money because he's a Jew, wrote, you would only fall behind if you are an idiot. You invest that money. Kenny... Still crying, writes, <laughs> Aaron didn't want to remain anonymous. I'm just going to add that to my list of gripes and concerns with the show. In my opinion, you should not abort a baby. You should not speak bad of bananas because I've been there. You should not make fun of anyone who's had a divorce. Oh my God, what am I going to do? Those people that say they're anonymous, that to me is breaking some kind of fucking rule. That upsets me to no end. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Uh, all right. They get a million dollars. From the lottery for selling the winning tickets, says Showbro Michael 91. Also, there is no tax in California for lottery. Lucky son of a bitch. We talked about this morning on my local radio show. You definitely got to go back and give the guy that sold you the ticket a little bit of money, right? Maybe like $100,000 or something. He's getting money. There's no question. Uh, All right. Thank you so much to Sarah Honda Granville, S-E-R-R-A, Sarah Honda Granville. Go there, test drive a brand new car. Could be uh, you picking up a brand new one. Now, as the way I've described before, you go there, you test drive. Oh, I love it. When can I get it? Oh, a couple weeks, a few weeks. You got to wait till your car comes in. We have to build it. What? Yes. Tell us what you want on it. You do that. Boom. Beautiful. Sarah Honda Granville. Online at sarahhondagranville.com. Also, the largest inventory in the entire state, in fact, three states, of certified pre-owned cars. Unbelievable. You could get lost in the amount of certified pre-owned cars that they have there. Uh, but don't take my word for it. Go there and check it out. Mention my name when you see my pal Thad Bond. Thad, Thad Bond. S-E-R-R-A. Sarah Honda Granville.com. All right. 
Uh, also, I want to say hello to Bennett Flooring Installation. They're the best. They will install your flooring in and around West Michigan. The flooring that I want you to have installed, I want you to get it from Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet along Chicago Drive, right behind the Little Caesars. Can't drop the E at a U. He might be a little down today because his whatever libertarian candidate he voted for only got 0.000001% of the vote, but still, go easy on him. That's his thing. He loves the Libertarians. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Go there. Say hi to Kent. Uh, tell him powered by Whitmer. And then buy some flooring. He's awesome. So are all of the crew that work there at the store. Johnson Carpet One. Lowest price for flooring. Mention my name. Save 10%. Bosco's Pub. Go there. Get a burger and a beer. Part of Terra Square in Hudsonville, Michigan. Get your vehicles repaired at Irvine's Auto Repair. Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616-532-6600. Now hiring 401k healthcare, the most competitive uh, pay anywhere. Continued education. So you know what's up with these EVs and hybrids and they're not firing anybody. They're adding on. The business is expanding. Another one of the great uh, advertisers in the stable of people that advertise on the show whose business has grown. Thank you. I love that. Music to my ears. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. Speaking of growing, dumpster divers on fire. A a record year of sales and people hiring them to deliver a dumpster in their driveway. Oh, my God. You have your choice of three different dumpster sizes. Their price points are lower than anybody else in the entire dumpster industry in West Michigan. Okay? Because the weight limits are lower. So you just don't pay as much. There's no reason to call dick face dumpster and have that shit bag rusted out bucket dumped into your front driveway. Dumpster divers are, are different. They don't occupy as much space. They're tall walled, don't occupy as much space, price cheaper, the best. DumpsterDiversLLC.com. Also ask about demolition work and junk removal. Point, it disappears. 616 375 99 62. That is my time today on the Eric Zane show podcast. Thank you for being part of it. Say yes to lockdowns. Say yes to mask in schools. Say yes to old people going into the old folks homes with COVID. I'm kidding. Shut up. And as always, make it a great day with an abortion. I'm kidding. Shut up. I love you, folks. Have a good one. Till next time. Bye-bye. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the phone. Asshole of the day. Who is the asshole of the day? Oh, by the way. I forgot about this one in my election coverage. Do you remember the millage for the library? Um, where they're like, yeah, we don't want to fund. We want our library closed because out of the 16,000 books, 90 of them have subject matter concerning with gay people. 
Well, it's closing because those fucking closed-minded motherfuckers voted to not renew the millage still. So now they're fucked. Yeah. You cannot get your queer books. Uh, so the Jamestown voters are the ones. They were the asshole of the day yesterday. But uh, this today as well because they said, no way. Fuck you. And they have made it uh, so the law of the land is say no to libraries over a few gay books. What a bunch of butt fucks. All right. That is going to do it. Have a good one, folks. Till next time. Bye-bye. So uh, rest in peace to the Boomer Bunker podcast. They just made the announcement that they're out of business. That makes everybody sad because I know everybody here loved that show.